The following is an actual play D&D podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. And then you promptly leave town. You sound like our kind of candidate. Welcome! We're running for mayor. This this fine fellow here is running for mayor. Equine nepotism. Oh no, Cassian's acidic spit <laughs> strikes again. That's a great, um, jerk. I call to the trees. <clears throat> you know how babies are always bruised, yeah. right? <laughs> because Beatrice and Claude deserve a hat. Arrow hits you uh, just sort of in, like, your back meat. Now I'm angry. I rage. You stab him right through the back meat, and it comes right out his front meat. Ayo. Win. Win. That may be the dumbest thing we've come up with on this <laughs> podcast so far. Hello, friends. Did you catch our interview with Doug from Victory Condition Gaming? A lot of fun stuff and some exclusive reveals on there, so check it out on the interwebs. You can find links to it on our Twitter and Facebook, or you can just search for Victory Condition Gaming on YouTube. We answer the important questions, like who would win a mayonnaise drinking contest. CarnageCon is fast approaching. Our live shows are on Friday, November 3rd at 7 and 9, and each one will be unique, so stay for both. Pre-registration for the con is closed, but walk-up registration begins at noon on November 3rd, so you can still come party with us. Hey, we want you there, you want to be there, it's a match made in the positive section of the afterlife. Now at the end of the last episode, we promised you spooky. And now, we bring in that spooky. Let's hit it and crit it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Improvised Weapons. The party's on the road. They have left Stone's Throw. They're moving on up to that deluxe condo in Bastafier. It's our next tour date. <laughs> it's our next tour date out there. And uh, they have uh, so they've set off. They've bested a group of highwaymen that had accosted them, killing some of them, leaving some of them naked, but making back all of the money they had spent on on oxen, horses, and wagon. So they come out very positive on the whole deal, which was great. They bed down for the night, and we pick up now with them on their second day of travel. What kind of pace do you guys want to keep? Breakneck. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. No. <laughs> no, I think there's no reason for us to risk um, exhaustion. Uh, you know, if it's going to take six days time at a normal pace to reach Bastafier, I say let's it in six days, right? Let's enjoy the ride and see the scenery and really take it all in. I have a question about topography. Yes. Are we passing through Blackbeak to get to Bastafia or, but like, sort of by? You don't have to go through the town. There are roads that you can take that would put you going directly through the, the town that, that Blackbeak is in. Yeah. But it's not so far off the beaten path that it would be, like, uh, an imposition for you to travel that way. Great. Um, so you, you, do, you want to stop by the academy? On yeah, let's way. stop by the academy. <laughs> Just, okay. I'll give you a tour of the old ivy strewn halls. Is that the word for it? Ivied, ivy strewn, strewn people? Sure, they're just throwing people around. <laughs> It's like Mardi Gras in there, but they don't use beads, they use ivy. Yeah, not poison ivy. 
one's just very itchy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a lot of rashes, a lot of just okay. calamine lotion. Uh, yeah, uh, stop biting. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. very interested to see where you've learned your trade. Especially since you signed her papers finally. She can actually go back and show it off. Oh. Yeah, I could meet with your advisor and give you a personal recommendation. Sure. Well, let's head off. Uh, I'm sure we've got a little bit of traveling left to do before we pass by, or are we? Yes, close? yeah. You, you're not, yeah. you're not too close. Nothing yet, happened so. at night. Uh, no, the night was was uneventful. Um, the skies <laughs> stayed clear. Not even, not you know, nary a cloud in sight. Did I wake up with anything in my hair? <laughs> I may or may not have made a small necklace of uh, like grasses and stuff into a kind of a weaving little basket in the front. Okay. Okay. So, Eowyn, you do wake up with a small grass basket in your hair. I take it out. <laughs> also, before I leave, I find like a big tree that was like prominent around the campsite, and I tack up one of my little pamphlets. <laughs> Thanks, Martin Luther. <laughs> so, uh, you are leaving the breadcrumbs of your travel, and you pack up camp, pack up everything in the wagon, douse the fire, and start on your way for, for day number two. And as we're traveling, Cassian is strumming his mandolin and singing little more bits from the horse puncher song. Okay. <laughs> is there like a, Cassian was their leader. He was handsome, rich, and skilled. Eowyn was a student mage who had prerequisites to fill. <laughs> Olash, strong and famous, quick to jam, but slow to kill. Yarfik, who's a prophet, but only when there's ale to swill. <laughs> As the travelers were carousing, they were confronted by the steed. As it charged at them, its eyes were filled with malice, spite, and greed. <laughs> its heart had been corrupted by its master's tyranny. But Yarfik struck a fearsome blow and swore to set the townsfolk free. Horse puncher! Horse puncher! He likes to drink and he likes to fight and he always stands up for what's right. So you're, uh, you're picking out your tune, are you tambouring along? Speaking tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really and towards the end, tambourine. you go, not you, Daybreak. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Daybreak. You're good. So yeah, you're you're noodling around and figuring out new verses and trying to figure out the rhymes for everything and like taking notes, you know, periodically on as you go along on horseback. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're not traveling so fast that that's that's a huge imposition, and the road is in good shape at this point, so it's not like cobblestone or anything. I'm practicing my cantrips. Did anyone else want to drive? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you called it, man. This is... All right, I'm driving. Uh, so you're driving, you're practicing your cantrips. Cassian and Olash are jamming from horse to wagon. Uh, and you travel along. The uh, The weather starts to shift a little bit. There's there's clouds rolling in from the west. Uh, so it's getting a little bit darker, even though it's like mid-morning. There's sort of a, a mist on the ground almost. It's getting cooler out as well. It's probably going to start raining at some point. It's not raining yet, but it looks like rain. Cassian, if you want to touch daybreak up, you can come on onto the... Uh, ca- the cabin here, we can keep you nice and dry. Sure, no, no reason to get uh, get damper than I need to. Yeah, I uh, hop into the wagon with them. <laughs> Whoa. How damp do you need to get? Do I, I want to know? There's <laughs> a better question. It's all about humidity with the Ugh. play of the loot stories. Yes. See, while I'm in the wagon, I'm going to ask Eowyn to show me her uh, light cantrip. I'm, I want to try and learn how to how to cast light. You have that one, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone can't see in the dark. Grab a small pebble or something. <laughs> I look around, uh, I just take out one of the gold pieces that we stole from the robbers. I flick it. Oh, but but, but that's not all, right? You're, there's, there's magical energy. Would you, you turn that energy. down? I can't see where I'm driving there's back no here. There's no real... Oh, sorry. It must look like headlights. Um, no, I don't have a real word for it. I, I'm not a teacher. I just know how to do things. Um, God, basically, <laughs> you... Oh, jeez. Um, you channel... You and flick it again. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna watch you do it a few times. Okay. 
So you guys keep going with this uh, sort of, uh, you know, trying. Every time Aowen does it, Cassian follows up and tries to do it on a uh, on it again. on the same piece, and it just <laughs> on the goes same out. Piece. Um, and it's just it's not you're you know it's not working. But you're you're giving it the good old college try. Like you're definitely you know trying. It, it may perhaps it will happen for you at some point in the future. But everything starts with a small step. As you continue to travel, let's get some perception checks. Ooh. That one. Oh my. The is like, 20. where are the oxen? Uh, five, <laughs> Nat 20, nice. 5, 11. 11. Oh, seven, um, actually. 7, doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so as you're traveling along, uh, Yarfik, you're like practically falling asleep. The oxen are following the road, so you don't really need to worry about them. But you're you're pretty oblivious to what's yeah, going on around you. Like you're on the highway, we just forget we're driving. Yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're in like highway coma mode. Yeah. But... Olash, since you've you've stopped speaking tambourine and and Cassian and Aon are sort of quietly like focused on trying to, to teach Cassian how to do this light spell, it's it's quiet now. Um, you hear just sort of like the sound of the wagon wheels turning and the sound of the the yolks on the oxen just sort of lolling back and forth. There's really not much else until you hear this sort of mournful wailing and crying. As you continue to travel in the direction you guys are going on the road, it's it's getting louder. It still sounds like it's somewhat far off, like it's probably not on the road itself, so it's probably off the beaten path to a certain extent, but it definitely sounds like someone is very sad. Do you guys hear that? Hear what? Hear what? I don't know. You well, you're not paying it? attention to the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're no. in a ditch. We, we roll onto the rumble ditch, and it just starts going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't assume my driving. Problems. I love the infrastructure in this, <laughs> yes. this country. The rumble so strips. Yeah. Um, oh, you're on the Eisenhower pathways. <laughs> When we stop to listen for it, do we hear it? Yeah, once Olash points it out, you guys can all hear this mournful wailing as well. I feel like you'd definitely be interested in adopting a highway, the Von Demos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, if that's an option. Um, yeah, no, we, we do hear the wailing once she stopped us and pointed it out. Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's just all this fog and mist, but it sounds sinister to me. I think it sounds mournful and baneful, personally. Yeah, but there's a lot of ghosts and things that sound mournful and baleful. And you've got me along with you. There's no ghost that'll touch you. I disagree. Um, They don't weigh anything. I can lift them up. (laughs) Well, that's what you thought about that halfling yesterday. You'd have to be able to touch it to lift it, Yafik. I mean, I suppose we should investigate being heroes and all. We shouldn't let the possibility of an innocent creature... Being in distress, I, I, does it sound humanoid or does it sound? Um, uh, it sounds. It sounds humanoid. It just sounds like. I mean, as you're getting closer uh, to sort of where you think it is, um, it, it just sounds like a woman crying. Okay. And what does that? Could you just do it real quick? What does it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're hearing this sort of soft, like a. <laughs> Okay. You've got very good lungs for us to hear that far away, but that's... Okay. All right. And it just sounds like it's carrying over the wind to you. But you can, you can sort of tell the direction that it's coming from. All right. From. I guess we should Do you want go. to go up ahead and see if there's anything there? Or? I can't make the, the oxen go any faster than they really are. I mean, we, we, I'd trot at best. Yeah, I'll ride ahead a little ways and see what's up. Um, I get... It, it, how dim is it with all this fog? Like, can I see? You can see. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... But before I go, I'm going to say... Yafik, mm. if something should happen to me up ahead and I'm incapacitated, I expect you to rescue 
this this group since you can since you can heal us and use all kinds of divine magic if this is some sort of undead you are the best equipped to handle it and i give him an inspiration die. okay <laughs> i really expected you to say like if something should happen to me when i go up ahead i expect you to rescue my horse <laughs> <laughs> and run for i feel like that goes without saying <laughs> all right so then i'm going to i'm going to ride farther down the road towards the source of the sounds okay. and i so, assume i can tell like when i'm sort of level with it or when i go past it yes and yeah. still like yeah. I'm gonna try to yeah, you guys are still, you haven't stopped, you're still going forward. So Cassian, you you jump in Daybreak's saddle, uh, and you take off ahead of the group. Uh, you ride on for about... A ray of sunlight comes in. <laughs> I play a little prank on Olash where I flick her nose and it illuminates. Olash, <laughs> <laughs> watch this. <laughs> just like cross-eyed staring. <laughs> Don't stare into it, you All of a sudden you're yourself. just seeing like spots. <laughs> So, Cassian, as you travel ahead, you've been going for about 20 minutes or so, uh, and you're at a point now where you feel like you're even with with where it is off the path. And there is actually what looks to be a, like an old dirt path that goes off from the main road here in that sort of general direction. I'm going to dismount Daybreak and tie him up to a tree, like by the, like right at the corner, basically at the turnoff. The, the the path that goes off is like large enough that you could you could travel down on daybreak. Like it it's right. it, it, it's it's wide enough that even the wagon could travel. Yeah, but I want to sneak though. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stealthily move down this path. Stealthily move down the path. Um, that is a twelve for stealth. Are you like looking for something in particular? Or you're just looking for whatever. Yeah, just looking around for the source of the sound, essentially. <laughs> okay, um, then uh, <laughs> roll perception. I'm looking for sound. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. We have to pause really quick. Uh, Aaron was chewing on one of the pull strings of his sweatshirt, and it got stuck on his tongue. <laughs> And he attempted to dislodge it from his tongue, uh, from his tongue, the same way a dog tries to eat peanut butter. <laughs> it's done now. I mean, we're all moving on. Yes. You just look so I'm sure scared. it won't. I'm sure it won't come up again. <laughs> it was yeah. Nicole. It was like when you got your arms stuck in your sleeves. Like weirdly, when stuff like that happens, my my immediate thought process is like, well, this is my life now. Like, I just feel like. This is permanent. This is a permanent thing. This is. I was like, oh, he thinks that it's gonna be on his tongue forever. <laughs> for, yeah, for a tabletop game, uh, we face a surprising number of physical challenges. What was your perception roll? Twenty. Twenty. Not a nat twenty, but a twenty. Okay. You begin to uh, traverse this path, uh, which looks like it hasn't been traveled in some time, though it, it was at one point like a well-maintained road. And uh, you travel down it for uh, maybe a half mile or so until you come to uh, what looks to be a large manor house. It is pretty dilapidated. It looks like it was once very nice. And there are two large wooden doors right on the front of it one is closed, one is, is open and, like, hanging off its hinges. Oh, my. And I'm assuming the sound is coming from within? Yes. yes. Uh, okay. Is this, is and it, you, you also, because uh, you rolled a 20, mm-hmm. it, not a nat 20, but right, a 20 total, you also hear this, like, scraping noise. Is it spooky? <laughs> it's, it's pretty spooky, y'all. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back and join up with the rest of the party and report what I've found. So okay. say, there's, a, there's a rundown manor house up the way uh, that cr- 
the crying and wailing is coming from within, as well as a strange sort of scraping sound. Sounds like a haunted house to me. It, it does, doesn't it? A, a, a haunted house? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to force anyone to come with me, but uh, I would love walking. to add Ghostbuster to my list of titles. Let's do it. Let's go. So the whole Scooby gang. In our Are mystery you guys machine. Bring it, yeah, in your mystery machine. Uh, I'm like Daphne plus Velma. I, I say yeah, we I'd should see that. leave the cart on the animals, not on the main road, but like we should put the, like hide them in the woods like before we approach the manor house. So you're gonna like travel like say a quarter mile down the road, stash the animals in the wagon, and then go the other quarter mile That's to the, the my house. Proposal. I'm fine with that. I'm definitely shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. I think you're you're Shaggy and Scooby too. Yeah, Scooby. Yeah. I, can Scooby. So I think I'm Daphne. And Scrappy. No, no, I'm think... Daphne and Velma you're together. Oh, okay. No, Daphne, I'm you're Scrappy. Dude. You're Fred for sure. And you're Scrappy, Scrappy for sure. Yeah. Oh my God. That was perfect. <laughs> okay, okay, so we go up to the manor. I say yeah. Jinkies. <laughs> um, I do want um, to. Oh no, that's definitely one of my spells now. I do want to go a little bit ahead of the rest of the group. Fix your ass, cut. I make sure I'm looking dapper, um, and my well, my weapons are drawn. But I'm going to sneak a little bit ahead of the group and go. I'm gonna duck through the one that's hanging off its hinges so that I don't have to swing anything open. Uh, just just out. before you leave the wagon, uh, Beatrice says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Claude just shakes. Yeah. <laughs> Claude's the Claude's quiet, but he's very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going in uh, stealth wise. Stealth wise, cool. Okay, that's a better one. That's a fifteen, uh, twenty for stealth actually with modifier. Cool. And oh, and okay. I'm gonna take my uh, uh, the lit up gold piece that that Eowyn has cast light on for me, and I'm gonna like flashlight it through a gap in my fingers. As you, uh, I. I Snuff Olash's nose. <laughs> <I was gonna> <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger anymore. <laughs> so, Cassian, you uh, you like walk up to the manor home, sort of press yourself against the wooden door that's still closed, and you uh, peek around inside. And it's it's pretty dim in there. Uh, you can see that like the the fog that's outside is is inside as well. But you can clearly hear that that crying louder you can also clearly see what the scraping noise is coming from as there are two ghouls that seem to be pawing at skeletal remains in the center of the room okay go 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 ghouls and go, 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 go. that they ghouls. have not noticed me yet not so far as you can tell okay then i'm going to stealthily <laughs> back out of the room and um Tell the tell the others that there are ghouls. Um, what does a ghoul look like? Um, let me. Is it spooky? It's like a boil. <laughs> They're. You know what? Even easier. That's what they look like. Ooh! Oh, shambly! Oh, okay. <laughs> um, are we changing the map? It depends. What are you guys gonna do? I'm right. So you said there's been they're pawing at yeah, remains. Did you see anything else? Very, in there, very spoopy. Nothing else in there. Uh, ju- no, just just the ghouls and what I assume are the remains of their meat, their last meal. 
These are aberrations on life itself, and they need to be dealt with. I, if anyone else doesn't want to go in, that's fine with me. I need to go take care of this. No, we should definitely go kill them. Um, do we know anything about ghouls? Can we make some knowledge? I, you can uh, roll... I'll know um, a good about them. Just you, uh, roll intelligence. Pets. Advantage for me? It's not arcana or history? It's not arcana. They're not magical creatures. Uh, yeah, Yarfik, you can have um, you can have advantage on that. They're not only religion, but yeah. five. They're not history either. It's just intelligence? Just intelligence. Okay, Straight up knowledge. Five on it anyway. uh, that's an 18. 21. 21, huh? Let me Wait. see what you know real quick. Did you quick. say gowl or ghoul or ghoul? <laughs> a, a, a ghoul? Oh, I know about ghouls. All I know about them is that they eat dead things. I assume that's relatively common knowledge, right? Uh, Yes, that is. I've heard this before, and then I open my mind book. (laughs) (laughs) You go to the mind palace. Yeah, I go to the memory palace in my head, and then I'm like, oh, good, where's the thing? And it has a ghoul. I mean, it's. uh, No, that's gruel. Wrong floor. I'm looking it up, guys. It's taking me a little bit to scroll. I don't know if my Wi-Fi is connecting. Uh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, so, ghouls generally roam the night in packs. Mm-hmm. They are driven by an, an insatiable hunger for humanoid flesh. Mm-hmm. Like maggots or carrion beetles, ghouls thrive in places rank with decay and death. Mm-hmm. A ghoul haunts a place where it can gorge on dead flesh and decomposing organs. When it can't feed on the dead, it pursues living creatures and attempts to make corpses of them. Okay. Though they gain no nourishment from the corpses they devour, ghouls are driven by an unending hunger that compels them to consume. A ghoul's undead flesh never rots, and this monster can persist in a crypt or tomb for untold ages even without feeding. Can you repeat just Any weaknesses? Or <laughs> uh, ghouls roam the night in packs driven by right. the insatiable right. hunger for humanoid flesh. Okay, okay and I remember um, my... Okay, if you fear ghoul <laughs> attacks... No, they roam the night in packs. <laughs> <laughs> and just a couple other things, since you wrote, you got a 21 total, right? Did, yeah. Ghouls, you know that they are immune to poison damage, mm-hmm. um, and they are also immune to being charmed. Okay. Right, so we Damn. can't <laughs> charm them. Sorry, Cassian. Um, they don't take extra from Radiant? They do not. Okay. We can't charm or poison them, and they feed on dead things. They like to eat rotting flesh, which is why they're probably pawing at the skeletons right now. But they will attack us when run out of food. They're probably going to come for us. But I think we're going to attack them anyway. Oh, great. Correct? Cool. I, I mean, we, we want to rid the, this place of these We need fiends. to rid the place of this. Um, so I'm going to sh- actually sheath my rapier and draw my longbow. I'm going to step right in into the front doorway and just stand in the doorway so I can see in a little bit more. Okay, well, uh, we're going to need to change a map first. Changing the map, it's a brand new map. When your map is old, forget what you told, you gotta change that. Ooh, new map. A grand staircase. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be right behind Yarfik with with an arrow notch. Oh, so shambly. Remember, you've got that inspiration done. Uh, I remember. Do they notice us yet? They have not seen you yet. Okay, I you, yell uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, hey, um, you guys will get a round of uh, of combat all to your lonesomes. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to wait. I assume, Yarfik, you're going in hand to hand, or are you going to sacred flame them? Or what? I'm going to do some sacred stuff, but I don't, I don't have good range stuff to work with. Actually, before I do this, uh, before I step around the door there, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to turn to everyone else and gather in the huddle, and I'm going to touch each one of their foreheads and say, Peace. And I've cast Aid. Whoa. So what that does is you each gain your max hit points, go up by five, and you get five temporary hit points for the duration, which is eight hours. So I'm up to 22? I'm up to 10. we're at max health when you raise it our goes hit up points, five. we get so, okay. Yes, you, so you, you get you get five temporary hit points on top of your maximum. Well, no, the maximum goes up by five as well. So the max gets raised by five, and then they get five temporary hit points. So I Oh, okay, I see, I see, for the eight hours. So <laughs> you're, get, you're effectively getting 10 extra hit points right yeah. now. But five are temporary, and five is a max. Correct. Yeah. Right, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's really good for me. <laughs> I figured that's nearly we, half my hit okay. points. That, that's, that's my first second. So that's spell of the day. that's your your action for this yeah. first round. And then I'm gonna turn around and then just take my my because I still have movement, so I'll turn around and get back to the door. Uh, so that's Yarfik. We'll just go in the order you guys are standing for right now. Uh, so that's Yarfik, Cassian. Oh well, I I was gonna wait. If anybody was going to go in hand-to-hand, I was going to wait and let them get a bit closer to the ghouls before I loose the arrows okay. to maximize the amount of surprise that we get. Okay, so you're going to hold that action. Yeah. Olash? So that would be me. Yes. Uh, so I should be in front of you? Yeah, you yeah, go for it. Okay. And I'll, I'll let you sort of get pretty cool, like about halfway to them before I shoot at them. Okay. Do we still hear the crying? Mm-hmm. And it's not the crying the has not abated. Yes. So sorry, Yarfik, what are you what are you doing? So I've stepped back to the doorway. I'm about to end I'm gonna use my, basically my movement to get in if I can. But. Okay, so okay. you guys are both gonna go inside and get up close with these ghouls. Yeah. Yes, Yarfik you won't be able to attack this turn because he just cast aid. I we all oh. Most. <laughs> so so that'll use up his surprise round action? Yeah. Or, okay. yeah. I'm more than happy to do that though. Alright, then I guess you're leading us off, Olash. So okay. Yeah, you're first. Okay. And I can like go around yeah. Yarfik. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna run as far as I can, mm-hmm. but that's not far enough and to I'm gonna, attack you them. Could rage. Well, you or could you could throw a hand axe. Anything? That's true. I could. I'll throw a hand axe at this one. Okay. okay. I'm going to shoot my arrow at the fatter one, the, the one that Olash is not attacking. Actually, <laughs> okay. no. Uh, let's Don't body fire. shame the ghouls. <laughs> He's looking I'm for back No, actually, I am going to I'm gonna focus fire on the one that Olash is attacking, too. Okay, cool. Attack. Well, Olash, roll your attack first. Okay. That, that hits. Uh, okay. oh, you're not raging, so that's not a crit. Ah, damn it. That would have been good. Uh, eight. Uh, so you run forward, you let loose with your hand axe, catches the ghoul, like, right in the shoulder, and it's just like... <laughs> and they know you're there now. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, uh, that is an eight for me to attack the ghoul. Eight, okay. So you, uh, you fire... Uh, one of your arrows, and it just sails over the ghoul's head and hits the wall behind it. Just does that, like, okay. And then Eowyn? Um, I'm going to go in as well. Wait, are you, like, inside now? Like, That's... right there? I'm, I'm like, in the doorway, basically. Okay, so there. So I'll come up. But you can slide around. Me. Just right over there. Nice little pocket. No! Behind! Because <laughs> I'm fragile. Um, <laughs> You're a fraggle? I'm fraggle. And then I'll cast... Um, yeah, I'll go for magic missile on this doofus, the okay. one who was already hit by by Olash. Olash. Cool. Go ahead and roll your uh, your d4s. Are you doing just a first level? Yeah, just first level. Nothing special. One d4 plus one force damage per dart. Cool. Five, two, seven, two, nine damage on that doofus. Okay. What's the magic word? Um. Oh. Oh. Right. Right. Um. Boop. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right, fireball. Hudson. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fireball. Oh, so it's just pew pew. Yeah, it's pew pew. I thought fireball was poo. Oh, that's right. It's it is yeah. poo. Fireball is poo. Boop boop doop 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 doop
if, if there's a, if there's a listener out there that wants to start a wiki for all of our <laughs> yeah. spell words, that would be really helpful. Um, it was finger guns though for magic missiles. Pew pew. Yeah, it's pew pew. As long as we're talking about this, I just wanted to put it out there. I've been envisioning that bard magic works a little differently um, than mm-hmm. like wizard magic, and I a lot of what Cassian's doing, like his magic, is sort of like an extension of his charisma. He's essentially like beguiling reality into doing what he wants. So like a lot of the times, he's just like like talking or like like saying something in in like a dramatic way, and he's just like trying to convince yeah. it to be true. Yeah. Basically, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, a magic word for him. For m- mostly, except right. for blafish, which is already established. Well, it, right. I I think I'm. I'm totally down with that, but it mm-hmm. definitely depends on the spell because sure, there are right. certain things like if you're going to cast lightning bolt, you're not right. compelling the universe to make a lightning no, no, bolt no, no. appear. I, yeah, I mean more for the more bardy stuff. <laughs> hey, yeah, for, 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 stuff. for example, for the, the way that I envision that is that like I brag about myself and it gives me like a boost. Of yeah, no, I, I think for anything that involves like charisma boosting activities, I'm I'm totally down the with same, that. Same thing for most of like the. the Cleric spells for me. It's like, it's, you yeah, like the channel divinity and some of that. Yeah, absolutely. So three magic missiles go sailing over the heads of Yafik and Cassian. They hit the ghoul on the face, <laughs> side of the face, and top of the face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, get all the face meat. Yeah. Uh, and it was nine damage nine for that damage one? Total, yes. Okay. Uh, so that ghoul is uh, like, you can see bits of its. Just this this undead like flesh sort of sloughing off of it at the shoulder. Um, it's still moving around and still coming towards you, but it's not not looking great. And they definitely both know you guys are all here. And now we can roll initiative. Ooh, that twenty, uh, which actually comes to twenty-four. Okay, twenty-two. The bad guys. What did I just roll? <laughs> <laughs> I think 14. Do you want me to re-roll it? No, it's okay. fine. <laughs> uh, so, Cassian, you're up first. Okay, I'm going to quickly notch and fire another arrow at the same ghoul. Cool. Oh, Bad. Wow. That is a nat one. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you... I mean, I just rolled a 20 for initiative, so it's like... It's just... So, you notch an arrow, and you let it fly, but where you're standing sort of like around the edge of the door... Um, your angle is just off a little bit, and uh, roll damage. Full longbow damage. Yeah, it's coming for you, Olash. Oh, um, four. Uh, Olash, you take four points of piercing damage as an arrow hits you in the back. Sorry, meat. Sorry, Olash. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Zoinks. Zoinks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yarfik. I'm gonna move my full movement right next to Olash, and Kay. I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame on that guy. So they need me to make a Dex saving throw. Yep. They are not dexterous creatures. <laughs> they take three points of radiant damage. Both of them? Just him. Just the one. Oh. Okay, so you rush forward, uh, you tankered. empty your tankard onto him, or it, I should say. It's a 60-foot um, radiant thing for me, too, which is funny. I can get 60 feet out of my tank. You get a real good arc. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hits it with this radiant energy, and it just sort of is like... <laughs> makes this horrible noise. Uh, with its tongue, like very long tongue, lolling out I'm as you shush it. Ale throwing is like a big dwarven sport. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the few things I was good at. The, it's competitive ale throwing and caber tossing, um, <laughs> and ranged ale catching yes. too. There's anyway. always a dwarven. <laughs> yes, um, I'm going to go inside, just up the stairs a tiny bit to get a vantage point, and uh, firebolt that guy. Pew. Yes, 17 plus yep, whatever. That hits. Um, and then it's a D8 damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, D10 for fire. All right. 
5 plus anything? Uh, nope, not plus anything. Okay. But it doesn't need to be plus anything. As you go up the stairs to get a better vantage point, you finger gun your firebolt out, and it goes, like, just right center mass through it, and then it just sort of slumps backward. As you can see, more of its, like, decomposing flesh slough off its body. Um, but it goes limp, and it's down. Uh, next up is Olash. Alright, I'm gonna step up to the other one. Uh, and attack with my great axe. So that's 20, not natural. That hits. 8, so 12. 12 points of damage. As you step forward, take a swing, and you cut one of its arms clean off. I like cutting stuff off. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like it as much, but it's well, a thing that happens. They shouldn't be. Ghoulin. <laughs> <laughs> shambling around. Baby, why are you ghoulin? <laughs> uh, well, the ghoul is going to hit back and start ghoulin, and it lunges forward to try and bite at you, but you manage to just like get the handle of your axe into its mouth, so it makes no contact. Uh, but otherwise, it is staying put. Cassian. Okay. Um, are there like penalties for shooting into melee? So from from there, like that ghoul is going to have three quarters cover because I mean, of how I many people are in front of it. Go up on the staircase here. Shot, but like just for the fact that he's fighting Olash, does that screw with me? No. Okay, then I'm gonna shoot him from up there. And that is a 20, not natural. That hits. Okay. And that's four damage. Takes four damage as this arrow comes flying at it, hits it like right in the side of the head, and it's just got this arrow sort of like sticking out of its head. So it's it's leaning to the right now. It's got no right arm, just a left arm, and it's got this arrow sticking out of its head, but it's still, like, on its feet, shambling back and forth, being like... (laughs) Making all sorts of horrible noises. Uh, Yarfik. Step up next to Olash, and I'm going to throw it right in his face for another Sacred Flame. So, deck save. Uh, yep. Two damage. Two damage. As you throw some more searing radiant liquid on him, he is... He's not looking good. This won't take long. Anyone? Yeah, I'll just cast Firebolt on him. Firebolt over on that doofus Kay. over there. Where's my D20? There it is. Pew! Uh, well, <laughs> nine. Uh, nine does not hit as okay. you just sort of paint a streak on the floor right next to it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Olash. Trying something. Uh, I'm just going to take another swing at him. 18. That hits. He did. <clears throat> Six. Six points of damage as you uh, swing again, and you just sort of like hit a diagonal right from its its right shoulder down to the Classic like its left wash. hip, <laughs> not not cleaving it, but opening it up, and just all of its like decomposing organs just come <laughs> spilling out. It looks like it's deflating almost as it just sort of crumples on, down onto itself, cool. and the tongue just stops lolling, <laughs> and then it's still. I make a sign of a geo over both of them and try to consecrate a little bit. I say, well fought, everyone. Uh, sorry again about the arrow, Olash. Uh, that's, that's all right. It happens. <laughs> it only hit her in the temp hit points anyway. So. <laughs> Do we still hit the, uh, hear the uh, moaning? You still hear the moaning. So let's get some perception okay. checks from you guys. Uh, seven. Eleven. Two. Uh, perception is at 16. So looking around, uh, you can now take the room in a little bit more clearly. Um, You can see exactly what it is that the ghouls were pawing at, as there are three skeletal bodies 
on the ground uh, right in the middle of this large room. One is on its back looking straight up. It wears what were once very simple functional clothes, uh, though now they look very much worse for the wear. That body has a large great axe lodged in its chest. The axe is double bladed. It's black as the clear night sky. The color is so dark that you can't even see the join where the blade attaches to the handle. Wow. What? This looks different than any other axe I've ever seen. Can you find out maybe if it's magical or anything about it? I could try. Identify it, maybe? Yeah. How many of those do I have in a day? I forget. Uh, You can do two two uses of the Arcane Diviner per day. And we've rested, so you have both back. Yeah. Um, I'll just do one. I'll detect magic. So you cast detect magic on it, and this this has that aura about it. This is definitely a magical. This item. is a magical axe for sure. Um, we should probably take it with us. Then. We should identify it first, right, to make sure it's not cursed. Okay, sure. I'll so identify it as let me give you a little more information oh, first okay. before you get too deep into this. Mm. The handle of the axe is about five feet long, and about halfway up the shaft of the axe are two skeletal hands connected to the other two bodies that are lying on the ground. Both of those bodies are wearing much nicer looking clothing, uh, though it it matters very little now as they are equally as dead as the other corpse. Anything your style here, Cassian? That's all a uh, bit worm-eaten. <laughs> the, the, the one with the axe embedded in its chest uh, looks to be male. Of the, the two that are holding on to the axe, one is is wearing a dress. You can probably assume that it is it was female. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one um, <clears throat> is is wearing what was like what is very male-styled clothing. So this, I'll tell you what this looks like to me. It looks like these two tried to pull this axe out of third corpse and died so probably due to some sort of curse might not be wise to touch the axe true and the sobbing is still coming is there anything else around the uh, area you rolled a 16, 16? Yeah. you sort of inspected the bodies you hear the sobbing sort of come through the din again and in looking around you look up at the that balcony overhead and you can see this sort of pale blue glow. You're not sure what it's coming from, but it's definitely emanating from something that's behind like the balcony wall. Someone's upstairs. I move that we investigate some of these side rooms, investigate the downstairs essentially before we move towards the source of that sound. Any information we can gain about what happened here or where we are would be wise. I'll keep watch down here too. Let's see if anything comes up from side. Who wants to go into yeah, the side so room? Cassian's going to go investigate uh, this room over here. Okay. Um, I'm going to, again, try and go stealthily, and I'm going to first listen at that door before I... Okay, um, so roll a perception check, and then roll a stealth check. Yeah. So that's a nine for perception. What's up? Oh, not with your big, strong body, want to come with me to that one? Stealth is 18. You don't hear anything when you put your, your ear up to the door. It sounds sort of as as dead as this house looks, save the, the sobbing that you hear. He whispers, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, you slowly open the door. It's not locked. And you look inside, and looking around, you see some display cases um, off on the the far end uh, you see uh, a desk with that's strewn with with papers there's a, a large painting on the wall behind it um, that's a, a portrait of a woman but uh, um, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Cassian would hit it 
Um, um, what else can I tell about her from this project? Like a uh, rich-looking lady? I mean, what is... Uh, she looks to be very well off. It's hard to tell much else about her necessarily. No um, family crests or anything that I would recognize? Uh, no, nothing okay. nothing really distinguishing like that. Um, but otherwise, you see these display cases all around the room that look to be like filled with uh, antiquities, artifacts. Um, anything I would recognize in, in the... In the uh, Displays cases at all, or roll, uh, roll perception, or roll investigation. I'm gonna go ahead and do that too. Just sure. Um, that's a, a thirteen for investigation. Seven. In looking through, I mean, none of these are religious artifacts, uh, so nothing really stands out to you. Cassian, uh, looking through them, you don't see anything that's of particular note to you. I mean, they're all interesting looking items um, that you're sure like a collector of such things would probably find to be very fascinating. Um, none of them look particularly useful. They're all like they might as well be tchotchkes for, for how much use they'd be to any of you. Okay. You might be able to take these and sell them in town later. Possibly. For, I want to invest uh, investigate the papers on the desk though before right. okay. looting anything. Uh, go ahead and roll another investigation check for the desk. I'm going to go stand by the door and Seven for uh, a lot of the papers on the desk are are just sort of faded and disintegrated from time. It's hard to tell exactly how long this this residence has been sitting in this state, uh, but it's been a while. Um, it's hard to really make out anything on the papers, although you can see just on a, on a the top of one paper in in what you assume is probably the letterhead. Uh, you do see the name Odessa Chant, and that doesn't mean anything to me. Nope. Okay. Oh, Josh and I initiate that room. Okay, into the other room. Go ahead and roll perception. Perception. <laughs> Bad. <clears throat> thirteen. Do you also whisper what's seven? Uh, thirteen and a seven. Uh, are you just listening at the door? Or are you just going in and looking around? What do you want to do, Olash? I just go in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you go in and looking around, uh, you see a number of display cases. This this room almost looks like its its purpose is just to have these items on display, almost as if it's like a, a museum space. It does look like it's carefully curated, uh, although similarly, you don't see anything that's of like value. Anything cool? Anything? <laughs> anything? Uh, that like I would look at and be like, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so uh, detect magic is is still active as it, oh, I believe it lasts for about ten minutes yeah. or so, and nothing in here has that aura. Oh, <laughs> do you want to come and scan the stuff in in this room too to see if it's magic? I sprint back and <laughs> scan everything in this room. <laughs> uh, same. You're you're not getting anything from that, but that axe is still glowing as brightly as ever to you. And I go, aww. <laughs> I'm gonna st uh, just take one more crack at looking through the desk papers before, like while Awen is just to see if we can do any better. Wow, that's another seven exactly. <laughs> okay. Nope. Still just that one name, Odessa Chant. Uh, yeah. Check out that blue glow, huh? I guess so. All right. So let's go up the right staircase. No. <laughs> Left. <laughs> So, um, and by the way, I'm uh, putting away my longbow and taking out my rapier and shield. Oh, I, also, I grab my hand axe out of that. Yeah, hand. yeah, you you can retrieve your hand axe. <laughs> and I'm gonna always <laughs> wait. Wait, I don't think we're gonna just like charge right up and blunder into this blue glow. You're not gonna become get a, to a hurricane. <laughs> A Katamari. <laughs> so, so what do we notice when we get up to the top? So ascending the stairs, you see a pale, translucent figure slumped against the wall in, in the middle of the balcony. Looks to be a, a female elf 
Um, and she is just sobbing. Um, Does she look ghostly or just? Can I very much so. Charm person on a ghost. It's an elf. An elf is a type of person. Um, Elves can be charmed. You oh, can right. you can try. Uh, I'm gonna check check with the group, and it points out yeah. to me that elves can't be charmed. So you, I'm can, gonna, you can try it, but elves can't be charmed. Okay, I don't try that. I'm gonna walk up and ask what's wrong. I'll go with her. So, as you approach, as soon as you get to be within about 10 feet of her or so, she stops crying, turns around very quickly, and says, Who are you? Are you here to rub it in too? A Dessa chant dips a pen in the company ink and turns it all to shit. Go away, I'll not be chided by you. And she turns around and begins to just slowly, like, float down. I say, we aren't here to uh, to lecture you or to... It's nothing to do with your business at all. We simply heard your, uh, your, your crying and we thought you might be in distress. Is there any aid we can give you? She uh, continues to float along and she just sort of starts muttering. She says, undelivered. Undelivered. Keep work at work. If I know anything about ghosts, they're ghosts because there's unfinished business and uh, something might be undelivered that we <laughs> might want to deliver. Okay, I'm gonna open up the door to this room that's right here and see what's inside. I'm gonna follow her down the hall. So, opening up the door to that room, it looks to be a, a relatively lavish bedroom in, I mean, in a state of disrepair, certainly, um, as much of the rest of the house. Okay, uh, any, no, like, Id- like parcels or items that look out of place in a bedroom? Nope. Um, excuse me, I yell in common and then also in Elvish. Mm-hmm. You want something delivered? And then in Elvish. You want something delivered? <laughs> <laughs> and she turns around sort of with a start, um, and you can see her face sort of, like, come into focus almost, as if, like, they're, as if she's sort of coming in and out of clarity. And uh, she says, yes, I want it delivered. It wasn't delivered, and I, now I, I never got the chance because of... Oh. Because of what? And she just sort of looks mournfully down at the three bodies. Uh-huh. Was that axe by any chance what you were supposed to deliver? She looks at you and, and just scoffs. And goes, <laughs> it was on display. Dear lady... Perhaps we can help you find where it went, and so you might have a chance then, but you're not here right now. Yafik. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best thing to tell yeah, her. I'm going to back away while he's trying to discuss that she's dead, and I'm going to look in this smaller room up here. Uh, I here want to help you as much as I can, though. She turns around and starts muttering again, and she says, yes, help, 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 help. Help is helpful. It's it's all behind me now. Everything is behind me. Okay. And she's over here, so maybe the delivery is in one of the rooms yeah, back at the end of the hallway. As she yeah. floats along, she begins to disappear into the balcony, presumably coming out below. Oh, should I follow her, or should we look around up here first? She, she, she disappears downward? Yes. Cassie wants to investigate this room here at the end of the hallway. The, the opposite end from the ghost. That one right there? Yeah. Uh, going in, it looks to be another bedroom. This She's one looks like a servant's hall. quarters of some kind. Okay. I'm going to investigate that one. Uh, that one looks like a guest bedroom. A guest bedroom. It looks... Okay. Uh, I, uh, I take a nap. 
Okay. <laughs> no, go for it. No, Maturity just kidding. Yeah. Go into your trance. Yeah. All right. I'll look in uh, this room here. That room seems to be a, a, a bedroom as well. It seems <sighs> to be all sleeping quarters on and this again, floor. Nothing seems out of the ordinary for a bedroom. Nothing wrapped up for delivery. Nope. I'm gonna no. No. No parcels. I'm going down after her. Let's see. Yeah, I'll follow you. What's going on here? We can use her actual mini instead of a die. <laughs> oh, we have a mini. Oh shit! Nice. Oh, oh no. That's, so that's actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Olash is crawling. <laughs> Olash jumped the balcony but landed funky on her ankle. <laughs> so she is. You guys all all descend the stairs and you you meet her sort of on the the bottom level there, and she's still sort of floating along, but. She's not moving aimlessly. Like it, it looks like she's kind of moving with with purpose in a direction, and she's still saying, uh, un, "Undelivered, undelivered." I, I, I keep. Where is it? I keep work at work, and God, it's all it's all behind me now. Lock it, un, unlock it, lock it, lock it, unlock it, lock it, unlock it. Undelivered. Can I um, ask, uh, can you remind me what the skeleton with the axe in its chest looked like? The skeleton with the axe in its chest looked to be male, uh, wearing like very simple functional clothes. Can I tell the difference between an elf skeleton and a human skeleton? Um, you can roll investigation. I just want to see if any of these people look like elves. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> no, I look at the three. Female, the bedressed. Uh, skeleton, and mm-hmm. see, is she wearing a locket? Roll investigation. Yeah. Um, yes. I have a 17 plus whatever. Um, three. So 20. Uh, yeah. Investigating um, this. No, I'm not super touching anything. Yes, no, I, I understand that. Okay. The corpse, uh, you can see that there is a, a silver chain sort of peeking out mm. from around her neck, mm-hmm. and you're not sure exactly what it might be attached to as it's under the uh, the front of the dress. You'd right. have to actually interact with the corpse. I would like to take this time to use identify on the on the axe. Okay. The, identify the magic. So, uh, no, you don't have no, to roll okay. for it. So you take the arcane diviner out once again um, and you use Ooh. the second charge of it to cast identify and that... This one's for you, Fizzweave. <laughs> that same purple arc of energy uh, goes between the forks at the end of it as you just touch it to the axe and all of a sudden, just the the information like downloads to you. This axe is called misery. Oh, shooby dooby, um, <laughs> jinkies, guys, jinkies. Mechanically, it is a it is a great axe. Um, so it acts as a as a it acts as a great axe. Um, <laughs> but it does instead of just doing a d12, it does a, a d12. Hold on, it does d12 plus four damage. Wow. Um, so it's a plus four great axe. But what is particularly special about this axe, and uh, you can actually see it now in the the purple light that the arcane diviner gives off. There are there are runes that go down the uh, the shaft. They were imperceptible before, mm-hmm. but in this sort of magical light, you can see them. And they say in Elven, the they say misery loves company and you know there is one other property of this axe which is that while it does a great amount of damage it also deals one quarter of the damage dealt to the wielder i see Ooh. Ooh. okay so a 
touching it would not harm us. No. Okay, great. Then, um, okay, so I relay that information okay. to Olash because I feel, listen, it, it's a great axe. It does more damage than your current great axe, but it also deals a quarter damage that you deal to you. Actually, you said it does 1d12 plus 4? Yes. So it does the same amount of Oh, damage. no, 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 no. You no, no, no. add your strength, you add add your your strength, strength. and proficiency oh, okay. on top Sorry, of didn't that. I hear that part. Okay. So, okay. I mean, it's up to you, Olash, if you want to use it. We can also take I it in the bag of holding, but we should deal with her. Even if you don't end up wanting to use it, it seems I, I have to imagine imagine that any kind of collector of uh, magical artifacts and antiquities would probably purchase it. Oh, so it's sure. worth taking one way or the other. Um, it's also worth noting that it does qualify as a magic weapon, yeah. so enemies that can only be damaged by magic weapons. Yeah, let's grab it. Um, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna turn to the elf woman and I ask, pardon me good lady, is this chain here what you use to lock and unlock the item? So she's not with you guys in the center, she's still floating in that same direction which is sort of to this corner of the Can the I, can I get her here. attention and, and point to the chain? Yeah, uh, you can try, roll persuasion, see if you can rally her. Ten. Ten? Uh, so what are you saying to her? I'm saying, my good woman, can I can I ask, is this uh, chain here what you use to lock and unlock the item? Perhaps we could assist you. She just continues to say, uh, lock it, unlock it, lock, uh, lock it. Is there anything near her that she's over, or is it she's going back and forth to? She, she is, like, slow beelining for the door to that room. Which room? This one? That, that one. one over there. I'm going to tentatively go for the locket. If we go for the chain, like, I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes on her to see if she reacks, but I'm going to take okay. the locket. I'm going to pull the chain out, see mm -hmm. what's attached to it. So you uh, very gingerly reach and grab the chain, sort of slip it like around the skull mm -hmm. as, as well as you can, and, and pull it out from under the front of her dress. And it is, in fact, a silver locket. Yeah. And opening it up on one side of it is a, a picture of a woman. It's the same picture as the portrait that was in that room. Mm -hmm. And in the other side, sort of sort of inset in the metal, um, is, is a key. Great. I take out the key. Did we see anything with a lock on it? Did anybody? I don't remember. Not so far. We don't? But uh, it's possible that a more thorough search of this room would, would reveal something. At this point, she's made it to the door, and she is, she's incorporeally phased through it. We follow her. Let's all... Tumble on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to note that the group moves like someone mixing salad with their hands. We're just a tumble and tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she is at this point just sort of slowly circling this room, continually saying like that I keep my work at work and it's all behind me now. Everything's behind me. Are, are okay. there locks on the display cases? No, no, nope. no. It's all behind her. There's a portrait of her in here. Oh. Mm, yeah. Ah, very good. Very good, Yavik. <laughs> okay. I'm intelligent sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Can <laughs> I ask? Does Yavik still has his in, have his inspiration die? At the does Yavik still has his? Yeah, sure. Doozy Yarfik. I think maybe perhaps you, Yarfik, should be the one to check behind the portrait as the best equipped to deal with it if she should. I'm more than happy to do so. So go ahead and roll. Uh, we'll roll investigation first on I, the the portrait. I flick the key like a coin flip. Uh, that is a five. Five. Um, so <laughs> you I can't find the edge. You go to <laughs> investigate on, hold on, hold on. the portrait. Hold on, hold on. I can use my inspiration. You can. Uh, yeah. 
No. Okay. Well, well it's, no, it's up to you. It's up to you. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. You uh, go to investigate the portrait, and in sort of trying to like fiddle with it, you break it off the wall. <laughs> you once you get it off the wall, you can see there were actually hinges behind it. It was meant to swing out, uh, but you just like. You you're trying to adjust it and you just you just rip it off and now you have this portrait in your hands. I hand it to Cassian. And you hand it to Cassian, uh, who takes it. I see my confidence was misplaced. Um, and and lo and behold, on this sort of like uh, you know, there's there's this lighter area of the, the paint on the wall behind it because it was covered, and there's a safe inset in the, uh, in there. May I have the key? I think she already said she flipped okay. it. Yeah, to she flipped you. it. So then I'll I'll put the key into the lock. I'm putting the painting down. Open the okay, so you put the painting down, you put the key in the lock. As you turn the key and open it, the ghost, her attention like just sharply turns to you and her visage grows. Uh, Three sizes that day. Uh, no, it doesn't grow bigger. It just grows darker. And all of a sudden the sobbing and the muttering that you were hearing before stops. The sound drowns out of the room a little bit and you hear thieves. I say, no, Lady Gant, we are we are merely here to assist you in your chant. delivery. Chant. <laughs> Lady Chant. <laughs> uh, and she immediately dives at Yarfik, attempting to uh, to lay her hands upon you, but you you are able to duck out of the way. And now we need to roll initiative. Yeah. What was it to safe again? Did we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. Just opened the door. Okay. Eight. Um, oh, no. Twelve. Nine. Eight. So, first up is Olash. So I have that magical great axe? Yes. You have misery. Misery. It's gonna murder me slowly. Um... It's gonna kill you softly with its song. She's <laughs> <laughs> like things quietly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bad song. Yeah. I take damage. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so she's like clearly... Oh, sorry, she's she's right up on Yarfik. If you can move her over, there you go. Like, gonna attack him? She is already attacked Attacking, him. She attacked just did him. not okay. make contact. All right, so I'm gonna go up to her and try to hit her with the, the misery. Hit her with the misery. So that's 16. 16 hits. All right. So go ahead and roll damage. So D12 so plus 10, your damage modifiers 16. plus another four. 20. So 20 damage as you roll up with your your brand new axe and you swipe at her ethereal form and the noise that emanates from her as the axe passes through her is it it hurts you in your brain. Everyone around can hear this sort of like psychic shriek that she lets forth um, as she takes a whole lot of damage right away. Um, And just as that damage is dealt, you feel this sort of slashing pain around your heart as you take five points of slashing damage. All right. Rad. Cassian. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say, Lady Chant, you've already failed at your life's work. If you keep this up, you'll fail at your death as well. And I have vicious mockery here. Okay. (laughs) Mock the ghost. Uh, she rolled a nat 20. Okay, she saves. <laughs> Are you gonna move, stay and put? Oh, um, I 
I like that Aowen is facing the wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, that... I'm going to be able to do physically because I do not have any magic weapons, so I'm good where I am. I okay. You know, if you can't see the ghost, the ghost can't see. That's you. true. Yes, I, I forgot about the ostrich get theory. As in front of Aowen as I can, like just try and get between the ghost and her. Okay, Aowen, uh, it's your turn. Yeah. Can I do? Um, can I use? Do, do I know which spells would work on a ghost and which wouldn't? Uh, roll intelligence. Let's see yeah. if you've read a book about ghosts. Eleven. You know certain things. Yes. Um, you know that uh, you're not going to be able to restrain a ghost right. or knock it prone. Yes. Um, you know that they can't be grappled or paralyzed mm-hmm. or charmed. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you are unsure of what specific types of damage it can or cannot sustain. Outside of, like, you know magical weapons will do more damage than non-magical weapons. Aside from weapons, but I don't know about magic spells. Sorry, Correct. does that mean ma- non-magical weapons still do some damage? They still do some damage. Oh, then I would assume the regular spells do some kind of damage as well. So I'm going to go for... I'm going to turn the beat around. <laughs> um, love to feel percussion. Love to feel percussion. And I'm going to try for Ray of Frost one more time. Okay. Because it's cool. I was practicing in the, in the carriage, and I do tw- unnat 20. Okay. Wait, it's plus five from the attack modifier, right? Yeah. Yeah, then unnat 20. Okay, let's go ahead and roll damage. Yes. That is... Oh, I don't have... I don't know what the damage is. It's a D8. A D8. Okay. Oh, wait. Really? Then why would I cast that instead of... Well, uh, what's nice... Yeah, it it reduces their movement speed by 10 feet per hour. Oh, okay. I get it. Four. Plus anything? Four. Nope, just okay. four. four. Um, so you uh, raise your hand and you fire a frost uh, bolt uh, directly at the ghost. It hits her center mass doesn't seem like it has any effect though it almost seems like she just absorbs it almost as if she's immune to cold damage <laughs> oh, well. I finally catch it it doesn't do anything I'm able to darn it Yarf. cast it right it doesn't Bad luck. Uh, does it I still just... slow her down no I of course just... it doesn't ray of frost why would I think that would work I say Cassian yes. grab what's in the safe okay. and then I'm going to try to get her attention and I'm going to cast compelled duel on her and then I'm going to move she rolled a nat 20 Jesus Christ all right, uh, I'm still going to. Then I'm. I can't do an action to reach in the safe because I'm there. So I'm going to back away and get right next to Olash. It is Odessa Chance's turn. All of you need to make a Wisdom saving throw. Wow. Whoa. One, Twelve. Eight. Eleven. Sorry. Uh, that is a twenty. Twenty. Not natural. Okay. Twelve. You got an eight Aon. Okay. So, Yarfik, you are fine. You have you have overcome this ghost's horrifying visage. Cassian and Olash, you are both now frightened. So you are frightened for one minute, which means that uh, I have all the stuff right here, and I can actually use it now. Yay for new things. Uh, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within its line of sight. And that creature, you cannot move closer to the creature that you are frightened of willingly. Do I get to make, will we get to make other You get to save at the end of your turn. Now, Eowyn, Mm. since you failed by five or more versus the DC, you are frightened. You are also aged by 30 years. What? What? Oh my God. Serious? What? What? That's not a ton of time for an elf, is it? I mean, for an elf, it's a relative drop in the bucket, but if you were 80 before, you're now 110. I get that, yeah. Um, So it's not, like, permanently. Oh, my God. That's Um, so funny. 
So I've been in school for so long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's uh, there aren't a lot of uh, there are no sort of outward uh, physical manifestations of this. It's not like you suddenly have like a gray streak in no. your hair, but uh, but yeah, you are now 110. Great. I mean, that's not huge for an elf, so I'm I'm, I'm okay. Uh, with that. I mean, it may have other ramifications down the road, uh, but for now, 30 years of my life. That this is, is ridiculous. That is that. <laughs> You still look good for 110. Um, Thank you, Yafuk. And that is, and she's going to back into the corner right there, yeah. And that's the end of her turn, so Olash. Uh, I'm sorry, can you read the frightened thing again? A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within its line of sight. The creature cannot willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So I can't, I can't get closer to her. Correct. Okay, I'll throw a hand axe at her. Thirty fucking years. <laughs> That's, That's insane. insane. That's and insane. It's ridiculous. Correct. Imagine if you were human, though. though. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, ten. Ten. Okay. So you uh, throw a hand axe and it just sort of clatters against the far wall harmlessly. Okay. Cassian. This shit just got real as far as Cassian's concerned. Now it's a threat to his good looks. So he is, uh, even though I'm sure he would be a very distinguished older gentleman. I'm sure he would rock the salt and pepper look. Um, he is going to use uh, Dissonant Whisper. So I just, I look, I turn towards um, Lady Chant and I just say, Blah, <laughs> and uh, ripple a, a wave of soul-scarring psychic energy at her. Okay, is it psychic damage? If she or... fails her save, she has to make a wisdom save and it is 3d6 psychic damage, Okay. Yes. Uh, what's the DC? 13. She rolled an 18. Damn it. Okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna also use my bonus action um, to say... Wait, did Olash... You you didn't make your save at the end of your last turn, right? Or did, did you... Oh, no, that's right. You have to. You can save against uh, the oh, frightened okay. condition at but the end of your I turn. But am I disadvantage on that, too? Uh, no. no, you're not a disadvantage on the saving okay. throw. And it's a wisdom? Correct. <laughs> nope, you're still scared. Okay. Um, I am going to say... Olas, you're the bravest person I know. You can you can do this. You can put this ghost out of its misery with misery. <laughs> you can put misery into the ghost to put it out of its misery, and I give her a bardic inspiration. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and then Cassian, you have to oh, right. roll to save as well. Ooh, 17. Uh, yes, so you have conquered your fear. Uh, you are no oh. longer frightened. Um, so on your next turn, you'll be able to move. Uh, next up is Eowyn. None of them were facing me, so I... Guys, I just aged 30 years. So this is terrifying. I'm going to stay back here. I'm going to I'm going to just hope that magic missile hits and that doesn't require disadvantage or anything because it just automatically Uh no, it does not not require any cool. disadvantage. You can So 3d4 plus plus 1 on each. 1 on each, yeah. Um uh 9. And you added the 3. Oh, plus three? Twelve. Uh, so you say your pew pew. Pew pew. And, uh... Oh, no, I go pew pew. Because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> and the three white hot darts form above you, one over each shoulder, one over your head, and they all turn at the same moment, zoom forward, and hit her sort of in her, in her ghostly chest. You can see that, that that definitely hurt her. Good. Uh, Yarfik. Uh, I am going to uh, move probably right here. Uh, sorry, I'm staring right here, and I'm just going like, to uh, Sacred Flame her in the face. Uh, she needs to make a wisdom yeah. saving. Oh, um, I'm going to do my wisdom saving for her, too, to get unstuck. Uh, correct, yes. You need to un- unstone yourself. Okay. Dex, save, <laughs> dex saving throw. 
that is a 19. That's my DC. Um, are you going to move at all? I'm going to interpose myself between her and Olash. Aren't you frightened? No, I... No, he's oh, no. the only one who saved out of it. So, she is going to dive at you, Yarfik. Yep. You need to make a charisma saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> His charisma five. <laughs> Actually, I have a, a better saving throw with charisma than that, because I'm a cleric. Oh. That is a 15. 15. So, she passes through you, and you can feel this pull at your mind as if something's trying to, to push it out of the driver's seat, essentially. Oh, God. Is he gonna get mind control again? But <laughs> she, but it is it is your your will is just too strong, and she's unable to take control as she passes through you. You do feel this very cold shiver pass through your body, and there's like ectoplasm on you. I've taken colder showers in the monastery. Uh, Olash, you are up next, and you are uh, still frightened. Yeah, well, now that there's not really anything I can do. Like, you don't have any other ranged attacks. Well, I have I have another hand axe, but Yarfik is right in front of me. Well, actually, technically, she just passed through Yarfik, so she'd be right between you and Yarfik. So you could you She's could there. melee. With kind of, kind of misery? Yeah. And okay. you can add your inspiration die to an attack roll if you want, and you can wait to see like what you get on it before you decide. But you still are attacking with disadvantage. That's okay. also true. Thank you. <laughs> so... Don't want to use the inspiration die okay. for that. So. so you take a swing with misery, um, but it's just like she's right there. You saw her just pass through Yarfik, and that is terrifying to you as a concept. So it's a very half-hearted swing, and you just don't make any contact with it. Uh, and now you can save, or make your attempt to save. God damn it! No. Uh, hmm? You're you're still scared, Cassian. Okay, um, well, I am once again going to cast Dissonant Whispers on the ghost. I'm just going to say, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> get, that, uh, get that psychic damage out. Uh, what's the DC? 13. 13, is it wisdom? Wisdom, yes. 11. That is 12 damage. 12 damage. Oh, Man, how many of you... She also have to flee. It's not a fear effect. It's like from the pain of it, she has to like flee from the source of the pain. Man, how many of you can say you whispered a ghost half to death today? <laughs> um, as she, she, you say that again, you say blaffish, and this sort of black smoke pours out of your mouth, uh, akin to the, the power that you're unleashing, and it zooms forward and just sort of like merges with her form, and you can see this inky blackness sort of in the interplay of this like shining blue color that she is, as she starts to like jerk uncontrollably almost like in these these very uncomfortable (laughs) looking ways like her head like to the right once and then like her arm goes up to her head as if she's trying to come to terms with something that's going on inside of her almost Almost, yeah like very jittery and then she with a start flies through the wall to her right back into the the main room does Olash get an opportunity attack do I get an opportunity attack Olash you would have an attack of opportunity still with disadvantage and Yarfik you would have an attack of opportunity but you haven't taken out one of your weapons yet no I haven't so it would just be an unarmed attack punch punch a ghost yeah (laughs) ghost puncher ooh 18 disadvantage yeah I know I know but that's still so hopefully I roll 19 or 20. Yeah. <laughs> no. Can eight. I rolled Done. five. Uh, so Yarfik six, right? and Olash. Um, well, yeah, so eight. 
that's what 14, 14 and you could add the die if you wanted to I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it. Oh no. Oh, darn it. <laughs> so, 15. Okay, well, her AC's 11. Oh. <laughs> you so didn't I even didn't need, need it. it. <laughs> uh, so, Yarfik, um, you see her get ready to flee and you turn to hit, but you just end up like punching the wall. <laughs> as, as as you go for like like part of her makes it through the wall and you you were aiming for that part uh you just but try to punch a ghost yeah <laughs> <laughs> olash uh did you roll damage mm-hmm. so oh wow that's good uh, yeah. 20 again 20 again as you swipe at her and you it looks like you actually cut part of her ghostly form off. Yes! Uh, <laughs> uh, as you you again take five points of damage, you feel that sort of like slashing pain around your heart and your chest. Um, you are only scared because you were worried you weren't going to be able to sever anything. <laughs> that's your MO. Uh, <laughs> and she still uh, disappears through the wall. You hear sort of a crash on the other side. <clears throat> Grab what's in the safe. Yeah, I'm, I'm going after her. Okay, I run up to the safe and... Uh, Inside. Are we still in initiative order? We are. We are gonna keep initiative order for right now, just okay. for the sake of figuring out who's doing what when. Okay, then it is Olash's turn before me. Yeah. So uh, you're. Oh wait, no wait. Sorry, no, that was no, just a turn. No, sorry, that, that was, was your turn. It's my. Oh, it's wait, Eowyn's turn. Action, yes, so you can move up there and. She's in an unknown place inside. in that. Correct. Okay, so I um, will yeah. not go into that room because I'm still scared, <laughs> and I'm. I'll just go get to. I'll just go to the safe. I found the key. I'm going to the safe. <laughs> okay. I'm going to okay. open it up and look inside. So looking inside, you see... I gotta get, gotta get my notes. Even though I'm still super scared. <laughs> it's a skill Yeah, but place. this is looking for, for clues and books and things, which is like your... Yeah, maybe deal. there's a book in the safe. <laughs> uh, you see three items inside the safe, okay. uh, along with a piece of paper. I take the piece of paper. <laughs> The piece of paper looks like a, a a bill of lading or a receipt of some kind, something that was supposed to accompany the delivery. And it says that these items were actually uh, meant to be delivered to Blackbeak Academy. Oh. Specifically to, specifically to a professor... I wrote it down somewhere. Professor to a... Um, or rather, specifically to a professor, uh, Keenten Thrail. Did you spell Keenten Thrail? Uh, Q-U-I-N apostrophe T-E-N space T-H-R-A-I-L. Do I know him? You've you've heard the name. You've never taken a class okay. with him, but you've uh, heard the name. Can I look on Rate My Professor real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Is it any chili peppers? Uh, he um, he's, he's he's real real stingy about timeliness. If you show up late to class, you're gonna get near full. It's not a problem with me. <laughs> and then uh, the items. Uh, and then the items. Uh, there are three of them. There's a uh, sort of a dully jeweled snake skull, a, a clay pot, and a fossilized leaf. Well, very interesting. Uh, you guys, there's some stuff in here. I, I'm out of identification magic stuff. The, okay. the arcane divine is all out. I'm just going to put that in my bag of holding because that's supposed to go to Blackbeak. Sounds good so, to me. Yeah, yeah, we'll drop it off on our way. Yeah? Okay. Um, I guess... Oh, no, it's not my turn. You're f- Do you leave your business at, card I'm, in the safe? So, <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm at the door. Can I see her? Uh, so you can't see her, but you can hear sobbing. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm going to dash out. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. What do I see? Uh, you see her sort of floating over the three bodies, just head in her hands, 
sobbing, just saying over and over, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Milady, it was not your fault. We were here to help you, but you've got to tell us what we need to do. She turns to you as if she she almost forgot there were people there. Um, and she goes, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know what came over me. This, this is all my fault. I ruined everything again. Just, I just want my to see my business done. Let us know what it is so we can help you finish your business. He's a collector, and I would get items for people and procure them and, and, and have them seen to and cared for and delivered. And, and the things in there were meant for Blackbeak Academy? Black, Blackbeak, yes, Blackbeak. We're going there. We can take them for you. Let us be your delivery boys. She looks at you and says, you'll, you'll, you'll make my final delivery. I'll get them to your final destination. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she rolls her eyes. They roll around several times. They're oh, not really tethered oh, to anything. Oh, that's, that's horrible. And she... I promise you in the light of a jeer, we will get them where they're meant to go. She you need to go. She says, thank you. I'll... I feel I'll know when it's done. And then she disappears into the floor. I think it's over, folks. Yeah, I'm assuming I was already walking back out. Yeah, you guys would have come out in the space of that he conversation. You le- he left his business card in the same yeah, yeah. like a gentleman thiefly kind of way. Like, yes. Eh. Through that entire conversation, I was and I, I scrolled and I added a ghost ghost killer on to <laughs> Ghostbuster. Uh, yeah, ghost so she has... Ghost whisper. <laughs> she, oh, yeah, because you dissonantly whispered yes. to a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has disappeared into the floor where we're out of a combat of any kind. I'm not scared anymore. Yeah, yeah. The, the frightened effect is done. We need to take. What but you're still thirty years older. I hate that. <laughs> Does lesser restoration get rid of that? Uh, lesser restoration will not get rid of that. Damn it! I'm sure somebody at the Blackbeak will know what but to do. We need to bring what she had there. To yeah. Blackbeak. I've got it. I'm going. We're going to Blackbeak. Yeah, I know. So, but we need to deliver it to Keen Time. I'm going to go over to the three bodies on the floor and kind of try to put them in a better position and say a little word of consecration over them and give them a proper burial. Basically. So you sort of... Um, I mean, we can bury them if you want. I don't know if you know this, but I am an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Vertical tunneling. It's just—it's all a subset of tunneling. <laughs> Every hole is a tunnel. If Probably not the worst idea. I guess so. And you don't have to look at me. The ghost is gone. This yeah. is just oh, you guys yeah, chatting. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Bring them outside, bury them. So you uh, bring them outside, and you find a, a nice place in the, the in garden. The yeah, in the, in the misty garden. Um, and you bury the bodies. Um, say a few words. Yeah, yeah. I say, um, we knew you're not in life, but I hope that in death you find respite, repose, and move on to where you were meant to go in your journey. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you, uh, ha- have fun out there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you say in these things? Follow the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, take yeah. you home. Yeah, follow the light. We'll take you home. <laughs> They're dead. But we we're can... not taking, the, I didn't say we were taking them home. I said they can go. It's, it's a whole thing of following the light. I'll explain it on the way. Oh, okay. God. Great, I flick up Lush's nose. <laughs> 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 and Lush is like, no, I'm blinded by the light. <laughs> oh, Lush, follow the light. Oh, Lord. She's just, just revved up like a deuce now. Because <laughs> it keeps moving. It's following you. So you all uh, gather yourselves uh, and you make your way, after having dug these graves, uh, you make your way back to your uh, your wagon and your animals. Sorry, I smell like fear and death. 
daybreak. It's, uh, we were just laying, laying I, some troubled souls. To I walk up to Olash and I put my hand on her. And I go, "You are very brave in there. Well done." And I cast Cure Light Wounds on you. Uh, you get twelve hit points back. Twelve. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's great. I'm... Five of that was temporary though, so you back up to. You should be back up to five. Well, we get those for yeah. for eight hours. For eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah, but, you're but, but the five temporary the don't come back. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so you go up to, up to more than five, more five more than your max. Okay. So thirty-eight. Okay, but I'm only getting twelve from twenty-nine. So. Oh, I thought you only lost. No, no. 10 you're getting twelve from twenty-nine, so you're getting thirty-nine. Oh no, because you lost some from Cassian too. <laughs> It, yeah. d- it doesn't matter yeah. right now. <laughs> we can figure it. the math I out later. Yeah, you're filled up. When an um, ambush. <laughs> uh, ah! All of a sudden. A bunch of naked bandits yeah. jumped out of the trees. <laughs> a bunch? There were only three. They brought friends and no, they're all they, naked. they recruited more <laughs> naked bandits. Um, so you head back to the wagons, uh, You or the wagon, and the horse and oxen. And Hello, Beatrice. Hello, Claude. And they at you and uh, daybreak like whinnies when you come up and you uh, sort of saddle up and, and get moving on your way as you get back to the main road you could swear the mist is dissipating a little bit I kind of crack a wry smile just yeah. Uh, until you've sort of traveled as much as you're going to be able to travel for that day you once again make camp start a fire, feed the animals, and uh, anybody want to do anything before bedding down for the evening? Say a prayer for her soul to you. Say a little prayer for her. I, I again snuff out Olash's nose. <laughs> <laughs> and I press the digitation Yafuk away from, so that he's no longer covered in ectoplasm. <laughs> I forgot to do that earlier. It's okay. <laughs> he's, been, he's been driving the wagon the entire time, <laughs> just covered in this like blue translucent <laughs> goo. I'm gonna ask Olash if she uh, she can teach me any of the songs from her from her band. <laughs> Do you know the chords or whatever? Or she just oh yeah, I'll teach you. And then she just plays the tune. Okay, no, I, okay, I think I got it. <laughs> you guys sound amazing back there. Do a music arcana check. And uh, we you work on guys, lights again. Just, yeah. yeah, you you Ding. jam into the night. Eowyn provides uh, pyrotechnics with with firebolts and ray of frost. I'm not trying to entertain you, but you guys find it very entertaining. Yeah, I'm just doing. I'm just practicing. Yeah, I'm just humming along from the front. And. And uh, eventually you... Are we about to rest? Yes. Okay, I'm going to cast Mirror Image on myself just for fun. Okay. Because I've not had the opportunity to do ah! that yet. Did you put anything into your spell storing ring yet? I did, but I didn't oh. use it. I, I, there was no reason to, really. What are you hanging on to? I had, out of curiosity. Mm, I had a Mirror Image, a Thunder Wave, and a Scorching Ray. Ooh. So you cast a Mirror Image on yourself, and all of a sudden a spitting image of Eowyn... Three spitting images uh, of Eowyn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, three spitting images of Eowyn appear. Uh, one on each side of you and one directly behind you. Yeah. Yeah, you can harmonize with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it. <laughs> this cool? Yeah. And, in, and just as they all appear, uh, Cassian looks at you and says, Jerkin, just to see <laughs> how four of them respond all at once. Oh, 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 gross. Did and that's... it's like the word gross in stereo. Gross. God, that's so disgusting. Why would you? That's so rude. That's disgusting. A disgusting word. Uh, and you all have a good hearty laugh <laughs> as you bed down for the evening. And that's where we'll end this episode. Okay. Thank you for listening. 
You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. They just launched a new one called Subtle Interference. Give it a listen. Our live shows on November 3rd at CarnageCon are fast approaching. If you haven't already registered, you'll have to wait till the day of, but rest assured that you will not be disappointed. We will be bringing both the noise and the funk. If you'd like to support the show, please review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps expose us to more people in the good way, not the trench coat way. If you really want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and slip us some digital bills. Your patronage helps us upgrade our equipment and deliver you a better show, so you're really doing it for yourself. Our theme music is Overworld by Kevin MacLeod. You can check out all of his work at incompetech.com. Tune in next time as the party makes it to Blackbeak Academy and explores Eowyn's old stomping grounds. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production.